Moment like it's hot, moment like it's hot. Welcome to the podcast, Moment like it's hot, the motherhood insider presented by the Cincinnati Mom Collective. Welcome to a really fun episode where we have two amazing ladies, Carrie and Jamie from Code Ninjas, and they are going to tell us a little bit about what they are, what they do, and why you moms are going to want to check them out. So uh, Carrie and Jamie, do you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so we own Code Ninjas on the west side of Cincinnati, and we are a coding center uh, for kids 5 to 14. Um, we teach them starting with JavaScript and work up into uh, something else called Lua, which is more for Roblox. And then mm-hmm. we go to C Sharp, which is whatever they can kind of come up with and imagine they can build it um, with the intent that by the time they get to being a black belt, they can actually publish their own uh, apps and games. Um, yeah. So it's, a, cool. it's based on a belting system like martial arts from a white belt to a black belt, and there are seven belts in between. Um, and the, the concepts just get more advanced as they work their way up. And not only do we focus on the coding curriculum, but we do a lot of other STEM activities with that. So there's robotics involved. Um, there's like snap circuits, and we do other great stuff where we'll have just some engineering um, challenges, uh, just stuff to keep kids engaged and do. That's what they need, but they might not yeah. get in school. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. So, why did you guys want to start Code Ninjas? So, honestly, it's because we really are frustrated with screens and our kids. So, um, we have <laughs> yeah. four boys, and dealing with them and device time was really frustrating and exhausting. <laughs> and actually made us feel really bad um, because, you know, they would get device time through the week and during school and they would be really mean when we <laughs> ask them to get off. <laughs> and it yeah. just doesn't make you feel great as a parent. And so we kind of talked to some other parents and there was a couple that were like, well, we just decided that during school they don't get device time. Um, mm-hmm. And so and we were like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> do that. And it it took a little bit of time, but finally we saw the positive reward from that. They were less entitled, more respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, They still play a lot of devices on the weekends, but Mm -hmm. on top of that, then we started to encourage them to use devices to create. So Mm -hmm. um, they like doing different things. So our oldest likes to draw. Um, our younger middle one likes to do like scratch based coding uh, or block based coding. Um, so they just have different nuances that they like about it. And, it, and we were just kind of pushing them to create. So at the same, same time that we were dealing with that and, and we kind of had it under control, then COVID hit and mm-hmm. um, that was stressful. And we had to work from <laughs> home and have our kids home with us and then yeah. we work again on devices almost yeah. all the time for school and then not for school just a week of work and get yeah. done <laughs> yeah and so we just were we were back to where we didn't want to be so it's two things one yeah. <laughs> our oldest decided he wanted to try to learn to code for games and so we tried we attempted that by doing it through some online portals and 
I know how to code. And so I was able to troubleshoot with him and help him. But immediately what he was watching was outdated from the source files that he downloaded. So it already had a built-in margin of error. Um, okay. So we were able to work through it, but literally like every 20 minutes, he was asking me to come back and help him. And I was like, I do actually have to work. Um, <laughs> and then at the same time, we also heard about Code Ninjas. And so we looked into it. We realized it was something that we could afford to do. It was something that we, in kind of a different way, like I love technology. Um, I love what it does for us. I like the artistic and creative parts of it as well. Um, and it just felt like something that we could do. And it was a natural fit because of how we feel about technology. And it is all about teaching kids to create versus consume. Um, and then on top of our, just we were, were in, engaged and involved with our community based on me involved with our soccer community, coaching and coordinating and Carrie involved. Um, she coaches as well. And then she also is on the board for our PTO. We love our relationships with the kids of our community. And so, you know, where we're located, we still get to be um, available to them, but in even broader community. And the timing um, really was impeccable. So we, Jamie started a graphic, we had our own graphic design firm mm -hmm. and we've been doing that for how long? Since 2012. Since 2012. And oh, wow. then last year, we, our biggest client was, um, we did marketing for corporate events. And so mm -hmm. in 2020, <laughs> all of our corporate events kind of went away. And yeah. so it all kind of happened around the same time. And so it was a good time for us to pivot to kind of back out of the corporate world a little bit and into a different kind of corporate world and open up a franchise of something that we think that is going to be awesome, not only for yeah. our family, but for the community. And we're pumped because we're on the west side of Cincinnati and the west side literally gets nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been great. That's the first thing everybody says when they come in. They're like, the west side gets nothing. And this is so <laughs> exciting. So I mean, quite honestly, I may have also been going through like a midlife crisis or something. <laughs> I'm not real sure. Whatever. I mean, I was so burned out on doing, I, I love design. I still do design, but I was burned out on corporate graphic design. And yeah, yeah I really yeah. like focusing on our local community. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We do. Um, I know somebody wrote an article maybe a year or so ago um, called West Side is the Best Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we need to get the West Side some love. <laughs> yes. I mean, we I don't know. even get the trampoline park. It's like in Cole Rainy. I mean, yes. and you kind of can call that semi West Side, but it's yeah. like, what do we, you no, know? They very much are called West Side. Yes. Some, so we are in our own little bubble over here. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like it's not yes. part of the Cincinnati, but it is. And and the only other thing is is we have you know a really great martial arts studio, uh, Club MMA, and um, mm -hmm. it's like we need we love them. We know the owners, and we know there are a lot of kids that are doing that. So it's like um, you you know come here, strong mind, go there, strong body. Yeah, Besides, that's awesome. Like, just soccer, soccer, and like football. <laughs> Yeah, that's all, we, that's that's all yeah. that you can do. Do you want to play indoor soccer? You got it. <laughs> we lucky. We've had a, a few things over the past few years. Open up like Madcap and stuff like that, which has been really great. Oh yeah, uh -huh. so that's all on the west side. But other than that, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah. Um, so what, uh, what makes you guys unique? I know you talked about the different belt levels and stuff, but yeah. Why, why would Cincinnati moms want to come to you? Um, because you're going to get a social atmosphere in addition to the coding atmosphere. So mm. you know, a lot of kids that we get in here and a lot of parents that have brought their kids in and our members, um, they're incredibly thankful of the fact that it's not just what their kid wants to do. And yeah, they are still getting device time, um, but they're doing something creative, but they also are making friends with kids that like to do the same things. Yeah. Um, but we are definitely all about the whole person. So we talk a lot about, you know, whatever the kids talk, want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and so it's not to say that there aren't any kids that come in and talk about sports because they do. Um, it's not all kids that are just techie and, and <laughs> math and coding minded. Yeah. It's a lot of different, different types of kids. And I think that it's just a great place for those kids to come together and celebrate different aspects of who they are. Um, I think that a huge part of it for me is that coding is something that will not be detrimental to a single kid that comes in here. It will help <laughs> them in their future, no matter what career they go into. Um, but there are, like I mentioned, a lot of ways to do it online. And what we can offer is that they get guidance. Um, we do mm -hmm. game building sessions that take about 30 to 40 minutes where one of our code sensei sits down with the kids and they build a game that will work at the end of the session. Um, we have a lot of kids that come in and say, hey, I've done this, or I play around in Scratch, which is just an online block-based coding app. Um, and I ask them, well, that's awesome. How many games have you made? And the answer is usually none. So what we do is guide them. So it's, it is self-guided, the curriculum, they work through it themselves to a certain extent, but it is not self-taught. So they have the resources there that can help them get over whatever hump they might, might come across. Because it is, it's also like when you start in a white belt, you are starting in JavaScript and it is legit coding. They're writing lines of code. And that is a little daunting and overwhelming for some kids at first. So it's important, I think, that they have the senseis there to encourage them, you know, make sure that they know that you can do this, just you could do it. And then just helping them along the way. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was able to help Mason, my oldest, uh, troubleshoot. But I know there are a lot of parents that, oh yeah you know, when the kid gets to a point where they, they can't find the, the answer just at their fingertips online, the parents can't help. It's not like math that we were all taught. It's right. like trying to do calculus if you were never taught it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So what are the ways that, you know, what are options for classes and that type of thing? So our main program is called the Create Program, and it is a drop-in program where the kids come two times a week for an hour to each session. Uh, it, we, it is a drop-in program. However, COVID has adjusted that some. We do ask mm. for parents to schedule, but it's just so that we have an idea of when they're going to show up. Um, so if you put in 5 o'clock, it doesn't mean you have to be here right at 5. If you show up at 5.30, you still get an hour from 5.30 mm. to 6.30. Um, we right now have our founding family promotions and that is a, a promotion that will be the best pricing we will ever offer. And it has a lot of bonuses that come along with it. Um, 
basically what it, you know, without getting into all the different details, it boils down to about $20 per session when you, when you divide out how many sessions you get per month. Hmm. Um, in addition, and you know, at, and during those, those um, drop-ins, we are doing the curriculum. We adjust to kids. So if we have some that are younger and not quite ready to sit down and do an hour of um, all the different little micro concepts that go through the curriculum itself, we will mix it up and we'll do some snap circuits. We'll do um, some scratch with them. We will do more hands-on STEM activities with them as well. Um, then we also have our uh, uh, summer camps, which we're uh, in full summer camp yeah. mode. So we do <laughs> half day camps at our location. Um, we do one in the morning and one in the afternoon. The schedule varies. Um, right this week is our Minecraft week. We have like, oh. a Minecraft mod in the morning and then a Minecraft storytelling camp in the afternoon, which kids are like, they are working in groups to create a movie scene. They have to write a script, they have to perform and then record it all in Minecraft and then they'll like showcase it for the adults in their life. So that's pretty exciting. Last week we did um, a Roblox developer camp, which was awesome. Kids were like going <laughs> into the Roblox studio and creating stuff with like their favorite games, right? So they were loving that. And then we had the, the best ever, <laughs> how to become a YouTuber. Yeah. Oh every kid's dream. Um, yes. <laughs> it's the, I think a lot of them, the camp is a lot of fun. They have a lot of fun, but they, they have to learn a lot about copyright, fair use, community guidelines, all the stuff that they're like, this isn't what YouTubers do. And so it was really, I think, great for all of the moms who mm -hmm. are hearing how my kid just wants to be a YouTuber when they grow up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine, mine, mine like, too. <laughs> Yeah, yes. and we're trying to teach them that being a YouTuber is actually really hard work, yeah. guys. If you want to convince so them, awesome. if you want to convince them that it's hard work, send them to the camp because yeah, they they produce, but it is yeah. they realize like they have to work at it. You yeah. know, even just talking is hard for some of them, <laughs> mm -hmm. and to, and they play it back, and you can't hear anything, or and they're like, their face is cut off. Yeah, so they're like, oh, I gotta refilm that, and they're yeah. like, yep. You want to be engaging, yeah. So, so. yeah, but we'll, we'll, we will do summer camps until the second week of August. Third okay, week. Um, those are you know, those are the two main programs. In addition to that, we'll be doing some clubs once school starts back. Oh, okay. The focus on what those will be, we are still determining. Some of them may be focused on one particular game or may even just be a chess club. Um, but it'll still be something that is geared towards creation, not just playing video games. Yeah. Um, and then we also have Ninja's Night Out, which is on Friday mm -hmm. evenings, um, once a month where the kids come and they get to hang out and be away from their parents for about three hours. Oh. Um, yeah. Some people like to call it parents' night out. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, might need to collab with you guys on <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Um, so what is the best way for uh, parents to find you guys? So you can go onto the CodeNinjas.com website. Um, if you search, you know, there are many Code Ninjas across the country. There's over 340 of them um, between the U.S., Canada, and U.K. So mm. you may not, it may not just be us that's close by, but um, if you search your zip code, it'll pull up whatever the closest location is to you. 
and then you can go to their individual page and you'll see their programs that they have li listed in their camps that are still available. Um, so that's just codeninjas.com. If you want to go directly to us, I believe it's codeninjas.com slash Green Township, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. um, yeah. Look real quick. But, um, and then you can also email us at greentownshipoh at codeninjas.com and we will for sure get back to you. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and we'll make sure for everybody that reads the blog in addition to listening to our podcast, uh, we'll make sure that we have on our podcast um, page, we'll make yeah. sure to link to your guys' direct website so everybody can check you out. Yeah. Yay. Well, yeah. Anything else you want to share before we hop off this time? Um, I mean, I we we talked about it beforehand, but, you know, we are a woman-owned business and a you know what's not a predominantly woman-owned industry yep. yeah um, so we are very proud of that uh, Carrie and I are both partners in this business and partners in life yep. between us we have four boys so we have our hands full yeah um, but it has really given me and and really prepped me on being able to manage a lot of logins <laughs> so I oh. Pro at getting kids logged into their Roblox yeah. accounts. Yeah. Oh, All yeah, we went through that during COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. an everyday thing. So we have uh -huh. to tell all our ninjas that are in here, like, patience. Guys, we still have to deal with the same yeah. stuff here that we have to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely think you said uh, between the ages of five and 14, right? So our youngest is actually seven. He's going in the second grade. Oh, for our kids, yes. Oh, you meant for the COVID. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking <laughs> yeah. about my kids. Um, yes, five and but that's like almost exactly our kids. I know that's right. Yeah, <laughs> seven, nine, eleven, and fourteen. Yeah, today, literally fourteen today. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. But yes, it is five to fourteen. So the main program is actually seven to fourteen, but we also have a program that is called Junior, and that is five to seven year olds and it's actually one time a week instead of two so it's a little less uh daunting for them and yeah, it's just kind of getting them exposed right okay yeah and you have the like real life everyday experience with the seven to 14 year olds yeah <laughs> right yeah exactly oh boy yeah, yeah. and yeah oh boy <laughs> That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for making a guest appearance with us. And I'm sure we will be hearing from you guys more. Uh, love to have you on some other time. But yeah, definitely everybody should go check out Code Ninjas. So thank you, Carrie and Jamie. Thanks. Yep. All right. You too. Thanks for joining us and tune in for our next episode.